Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with the Category Six Podcast, and I uh, want to always thank you so much for always supporting the podcast. Um, on to this evening, I have a awesome, awesome person that accepted the invitation to be on the podcast. And so, without further ado, I want to welcome Amy Casterby. Always, that's what I get my her last name. I always mix up. So I'm gonna, her, I'm gonna let her say it. So thank you, Amy. Hello. Yes. Thank you, Barbara. <laughs> so tell the listening audience your maiden name and your married name because not, for those that listen, some will know you by your, your maiden name and some will know you by both names. Right. Um, I was Amy Ingham, I-N-G-H-A-M, the daughter of the uh, chemistry teacher at Corsicana High School and assistant librarian, and I am now, and have been for a while now, Amy Kasperzik, and I'm married to David, who also graduated from Corsicana a couple of years later than we yes, did. Yes, yes. So thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the, the, the Canada Girl Speaks podcast. And I wanted to bring you on because um, I really love the arts. And you are in. You are the a director. You have a lot of um, skills in in the arts. And so, tell the listening audience, you know, a little bit more about who you are. Okay. Well, I serve currently as the director of fine arts and academic UIL for Corsicana ISD, and um, I also serve on the board of the Warehouse Living Arts Center. And um, then I'm on the board of the Texas um, Educational Theater Association and service president of the Texas Speech Communication Association. So I'm busy, busy all the time. But in the grand scheme of things, I used to be an art teacher here in Corsicana. And then I left Corsicana for a long time to go direct theater at a number of smaller schools and just found my bliss and my passion in all of that arts education and so it has ended up bringing me in a full circle moment back to Corsicana and Corsicana yes. ISD. Yes and I think um, you know with you you know going you know leaving and you know just going different locations and different programs, you have built your resume and you're, you've come back home and you're helping to, you know, uh, to spread your knowledge and bring in, you know, just new, fresh, you know, ideas. And so um, how important is the arts for the, our community, for, you know, education? How important is art? Is the arts for well, How important is it? I, I can answer that by saying that I can't imagine something being more important to a community in so many ways. Um, I, th I think, Barbara, one of the most important things that arts does for human beings uh, in, in a community and individually is that it's just an automatic way for people to grow their empathy for one another. Um, I think that... Uh, diversity is something that's so important in our world today and if we don't have some kind of insight into each other it's hard 
to, to grow that empathy and build it and to be able to make the connections among ourselves that we need to make. And so if you can tap into something that's other than whatever your everyday experiences are, so, you know, maybe someone uh, of a different upbringing than you has done an incredible piece of artwork or perhaps someone uh, that is from a different community than you is singing a beautiful song or, um, you know, that a play like, you know, Hamilton, uh, the musical is such a an American story, but it's told in such a way that is not... Um, the way that we think of the forefathers, but yet it's so pertinent to the story from then and our stories now. Those are the things that, that go together to make people start to, 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 you know, take a step back and think about what it is to, to be a community and, and to, to become understanding of each other and I think more than anything in our world today and especially after this year and a half almost two years of just not having connections with each other that that sort of thing is so important and then also educationally I think that um, there are so many things I was I was doing some research today because I have a fine arts I'm calling it a fine art summit. It's going to be some professional training of my fine art staff from across the district. um, Oh, wow. On Monday. And I'm excited about that because it's the first time we've ever really gotten to do anything like that in a long, long, long time in Corsicana. And, you know, looking at things like um, the correlation between uh, arts, education, and better test scores and arts education and higher SAT scores and, you know, what arts education does for uh, intelligence test scores and and things like that are important as well. And, you know, I could go on and on for days. You don't want to hear all my statistics and everything, but it's just, the arts are one of the few things that separates us from any other, um, any other animal out there and yeah. so I'm proud to be able to, to be a part of that I think I, I, I think that to me the arts it allows you to think outside the box and sometimes you need that um, in your life you know and so however however it, however the arts looks like I mean I don't even if it's music if it's writing you know writing a poem if it's uh, reciting a poem, if it's being in a musical, being in a play, I think it is it is so important to be able to do that. Because even growing up, you know, we may have didn't look at it as being the arts, but, you know, I knew growing up in church, we did, we did plays, we did, um, you know, poems for Easter, we had to, you know, recite poems, yeah. and so... Um, you know, sometimes people, you know, sometimes, you know, a person doesn't think that they are maybe gifted in a certain, you know, area. But, you know, growing up, it, it's always been a part of some, some of our communities, you know. And so right. that's why it's so important to continue, you know, developing that skill set, you know, because, it, like you said, it helps with education. It helps with critical thinking. 
It helps with, right. um, you know, reading, you know, and uh, literacy and all that. And so um, how, how are you, how, you know, now that you're back home in Corsicana, how, did, how are you going to drive, you know, your, the, the arts part of, you know, your, the programs, you know, from the community base to, you know, in, in the education environment? How are you going to build on that, you know, based on what, we, what we've had in the past and what, what, you know, the direction of it, of, of the arts for the future? What does it look like? Well, I think that's an awesome question, and my answer is I'm going to try to push it in as many ways as possible. But one of the one of the main things is, like I was telling you all ago, I'm hosting this. I'm, I'm calling it the Fine Art Summit among the people from the district, so that we can all get on the same page about our what we call an education vertical and horizontal alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to know that the kids at Sam Houston are getting a really well-rounded fun arts education as much as the kids at Bowie or Fannin or Carroll or Navarro. And then, you know, how does that look in terms of how we're preparing those kids for when they hit Collins and when they hit the middle school and when they hit the high school? So that's, that's one of the things that also... Um, Learning, learning to myself because I joke around all the time that I don't computer very well, <laughs> but trying to learn how to, um, to use technology and to empower the people around me to use all of the resources that they have to be able to make arts an important thing in Corsicana. I don't think people realize what a jewel of fine arts we actually are and have in Corsicana. There aren't a whole lot of towns that are our size that are standalone communities and not, you know, like directly attached to Dallas or Houston or San Antonio or Austin. Um, and that that have the kinds of opportunities that we have with the warehouse and the palace and the Opry and and all of the other things that we have going on. And so, um, I I really feel passionate about trying to to reach across the aisle in terms of you know attaching Corsicana ISD to the warehouse and to 100 West and all of the different arts communities in town and and try to make those connections and, um, you know, give the kids, well, empower the teachers to give the kids opportunities to be successful, to compete if it's necessary, or just to be able to, to display their work if competition isn't a thing. And so, um, you know, we have a lot of new fine arts uh, faculty in Corsicana this year, actually, it was kind of a big turnover year for us. Yeah. It did a real number on us all, I think. But, um, you know, giving them the, the understanding that I'm behind them and the district is behind them and doing whatever they can to get out there. And so um, the, the high school is going back to trying to put on not just a musical, but a musical with a live pit, which means live musicians playing for mm-hmm. the show. Um, doing a show that 
maybe isn't one of the classics, but yet is a show that's going to get a lot of the kids interested. And, um, yeah. you know, and then giving giving uh, the middle school, I, I still call the middle school Collins, and I shouldn't, but of course, the middle school, the opportunity to do some things, and uh, including you know, one act play and, and, and maybe even a musical themselves, but then, you know, getting our, our fine arts faculty together and saying, okay, how can we support each other? And so I was really excited in the last few days as we began to talk about how, you know, Brittany Lassiter, who is our Calico's director, she and her girls can help us with, uh, the choreography and how Chris Wheatlock and Alex Martinez can help us with the with the vocal music and yeah. Ricky Hinton and his staff can can help us with the music in the pit and you know Debbie Taylor and Alyssa Bain Alyssa Lahan as uh, yeah. people will remember her how mm-hmm. we can all work together to 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 give the kids the experience that that they need to feel successful because at the end of the day that's really what we're looking for is kids to feel empowered and rich yeah. and successful in what it is that they're doing no matter what it is that they're doing and so that's important and then i don't know if you um, meant for me to mention it but i have a really good assistant director that's going to be helping me down at the warehouse pretty soon in directing a play i don't know but you might know her her name is barbara kelly <laughs> yes. and, and I think that's important for the community to see that, you know, you're a school board member and I'm a, a, a course can ISD faculty member and we're involved in, in getting the community involved in a show that's a very important kind of seminal show for everybody, which is To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. And, uh, I think that that's great because not only is that giving people an opportunity to um, participate in the arts, but it's giving us an opportunity to promote diversity in our yes. community as well. And and all of those things, I think, are important. I, I just would like to see, you know, now that um, you're trying to, you know, bring some change or some, some new ideas to, you know, the arts, even in our community and also, you know, in uh, the, the education world, is that our kids have the opportunity to even think bigger. You know, I, you, know, I, yeah. you know, we've seen some of our, you know, not lately, not in a while, but just some, yeah. some of our young people leave and go and go to Hollywood, go to New York, Broadway, you know, and yeah. I'd like for them to be able to have that, you know, hope that if they work hard and they, you know, do, you know, do the, you know, stay on the right path and, you know, just keep doing what they're doing, that they have the opportunity to, you know, to aspire to do those kind of, you know, those kind of things. And I don't ever want to limit, have a, put a limit on anything that a young person can do. And so I'm hoping that um, our kids will see the change, the, you know, that, in, that in, the involvement of something different. You know, because, you know, I think, I think, I think at some point we've, we've hit it like a little plateau, but I think, um, we've, we've got some new people coming in. We've got some new community members coming in. And I just see that, um, things are going to happen for Corsicana for, you know, our community. And I'm hoping that those that are in the other communities that are listening to the podcast that they take, 
you know, take what you're doing, what we're doing in Corsicana, and they run with it as well. You know, make, make some form of change. You oh, know, absolutely. It's funny um, to think about the fact that when you and I were in high school, we were ahead of our time because, yeah. you know, our, our acapella choir was huge, and we did our music yeah. out of the acapella choir, and it was diverse, and we we just didn't we didn't think of it that way. We just thought of it as it was awesome to be in the acapella choir and to be able the musical was fun and but it reminds me of one of my very favorite quotes, which is um, Robert Browning uh, writing as Andrea Del Sarto, the called the the faultless painter, and uh, one of the one of the best quotes in the entire poem is a man's reach should exceed his grasp or what's a heaven for. And I, I think instilling that idea of continuing to reach that you never get to really grasp what you are, what you are going for, but it's in the reaching that, that you become fulfilled, even if you don't quite get there. Um, yeah. Because, because if we ever just settle for whatever, you know, finishing out whatever a goal is and then we're done, I, I, I don't think that that is what we're looking for either. And so, no. um, you know, I just hope that that kind of a feeling is where we're going with, with fine arts. And I feel like there's a change yeah. here and it's just, you know, the the right people knowing knowing what's out there and what we need. So that's why I thought it was really exciting and important when you agreed to help me with To Kill a Mockingbird at the warehouse. Because yeah. I think, you know, we can work together to get those opportunities and not just across, you know, ethnic uh, ethnic diversity, but also age and, yeah. and um, socioeconomic diversity as well. So... Yeah, talking to, to different community members and, um, you know, I've even had, you know, somebody in Dallas, you know, drive down, you know, to get a, you know, a copy of the script because they want to audition. And so um, I, I do believe that this will help, you know, like I said, diversify, you know, our local theater. And I'm hoping that this is, you know, just going to make things bigger and better, you know, for our community. Yes. And so I yep. do want to yep. mention uh, my engineer, Aaron, you know, he's, in, you know, he's, he's on music, he's into music. Yes. And so I think, you know, with what he's doing, you know, that's part of the arts, you know, teaching music and, you know, teaching guitar yes. and just, you know, and I, like I say, it's all about arts. It's all about, you know, using your gifts, you know, and right. so um, we just have to be able to tap into young people and say, hey, you know, you know, if you have a gift in something or you you want to learn something, you know, we have to be able to make it available to find those find those community members or you know people that have those type of gifts that can help them, you know, build on their gifts, you know. And so, um, Amy, I I want to uh, uh, say thank you again for taking the time out to be on the the, the podcast. Um, tell the listening audience a little bit about uh, I guess the, the dates on the audition for the Killer Mockingbird so that they can come out and be a part of this, this, you know, well-acclaimed production, you know, and, um, we're, you know, we're looking for, uh, of course we have the, you know, the main characters, but we're also going to have the extra people for the courtroom scene. So why don't you tell them about the date of the uh, audition? Yes. Um, we're going to be auditioning uh, for uh, for To Kill a Mockingbird this next week. Um, we we sort of 
fiddled around with different days that we were going to offer the auditions, but I will tell you that um, if the days that we are actually going to be auditioning are not days that you are interested or that you're able to come but you're still interested, please reach out to us and let us know because we can um, we can give you different days or times or whatever. And and the good thing that we've learned about Zoom and everything else is if it turns out that either Barbara or I can't be there at the time, then we can Zoom you in for an audition. Yes, but we're, yes. um, we're, we're looking at, oh, and by the way, also, you can go by the Warehouse Living Arts Center, like uh, Barbara said just now, and check out a copy of the script if you want to look over the script. If it's been a while since your freshman or sophomore year in high school and you haven't read that story that incredible story in a long time go by and grab the script and check it out and read it and see you know what parts that you are interested in um but we're we're looking at let me uh, i don't have my calendar in front of me barbara is it monday and tuesday or tuesday uh, monday and tuesday monday and yeah. tuesday at seven thirty okay. at the warehouse yes that's what i was thinking so um and we, you know, if if you can't be there right as we are starting, then just come on whenever you can. And uh, you know, in the about the seven o'clock hour, seven seven thirty, um, we'll have hopefully we'll have quite a few people there. Um, and we have parts for men, women, children. Um, and it doesn't matter what color, creed, shape, size you are. You yeah. Come on. You're interested. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm excited. And the opening day, the opening day for the, um, the play is on September the 30th. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. September 30th. And it'll run for two weeks? Yes. It'll, it, we do... We open on a Thursday night, so it'll be mm -hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, then a Sunday matinee, then the theater start on Mondays, but we, we run a show on Tuesdays, and then we jump to the next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday matinee. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and there is always a possibility for adding a show or two if we happen to sell out a lot, so buy tickets buy a lot of them, buy them often, and uh, yes. we'll promise to to entertain you, make you think, um, maybe make you cry a little bit, but make you laugh as well. Yes, I'm, I'm just excited that um, we're going to have the opportunity to do this, and so uh, to those that are listening, if you want to audition, um, come on out uh, this uh, Monday evening at 7, or, you know, like Amy said, you can come Tuesday or you can uh, just contact us if you you can't make it, but you want to still audition. We'll make it a we'll make a make a way for you to audition. And so, um, Amy, uh, I always give my guests an opportunity to give their shout outs. Anybody like to give their shout outs too? So go ahead and give your shout outs. Well, I need a shout out to my husband David, who is a former teacher of the year of course can I see. He teaches yes. physics at high school. And uh to my daughters Anna and Sarah. Anna's at A and M and Sarah is adulting really big time in, in Dallas working for an incredible um opportunity uh in advertising and design at a wow. company that has such a long name that i never can remember the whole name but uh <laughs> she she's uh 
you know, bought her own home up there in her car. Wow, and so that's I'm good. Yeah, so uh, so those are my shout outs. Well, and then also to my dad, uh, who is getting better and better. He's been double vaxxed, but he's an example of you can still get COVID if you're not careful. So everybody be yeah. careful, be safe. Um, but that's John Ed Ingham, and a lot of people know him because they had him in chemistry, and he either did a good job of teaching him or scared him to death, one or the other. Or sometimes the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Amy. Well, I know um, that you're gonna have a you're gonna have a lot of things uh, a lot of things gonna be coming our way for our community. I'm just excited about that, and I'm excited that you're able to do you know the summit. And I know that um, you know good you know good things are gonna come for you know the school district. And so I know that the new people that are coming in, they're gonna probably come in with a you know, the, 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 the eyes bust open and, you know, the lights, you know, they're going to be excited, you know, because, um, you know, they can also, you know, offer, you know, their, their ideas and all that. So I wish you nothing but success and the best for the arts department. Well, thank you, Barbara. I appreciate it. I'm honored that you would ask me to be on your, on your podcast. Okay, well, and then to my listening audience, I want to make this announcement. They will be celebrating uh, Mr. G.W. Jackson. Uh, he was the former principal for G.W. Jackson High School. And they will be celebrating his birthday on this upcoming August 13th from 1130 to 1 o'clock at the Navarro Col College Cook Center. And the guest speaker will be uh, Mr. Ron Maxfield. And he will be bringing some uh, great history about uh, G.W. Jackson and also some inf information, some history about the black community during the 1800s and the early 1900s. So if you want to attend that, they are, they are uh, asking for, uh, to make a reservation. So contact uh, Amy Tidwell down at the city of Corsicana's uh, Government Center. So with that being said, I want to tell you once again, thank you so much for supporting the Canada Girl Speaks podcast. Have a safe weekend and a safe week. Good night.